What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. We heard from Coach McDaniel. We heard from Christian Wilkins. We heard from Tyreek Hill. We heard from Hunter Long. A lot of names yesterday at OTAs. We're going to talk about the things that were touched on during those post-OTA press conferences. So let's dive into it here on Locked on Dolphins. Tap in. Here we go. You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked On Dolphins. Today is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, your host here on Locked On Dolphins. And talking about what we heard from prominent figures within the Dolphins organization after Tuesday's OTAs, organized team activities. Want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Though well, maybe not today, because our technical difficulties this morning, we're doing a re-record. So uh, the good news is I'm going to be nice and polished on the talking points. The bad news is you're getting a little later than you usually would. Uh, so appreciate your patience, but want to make sure the audio quality for today's show was at uh, the expectation uh, that I have for it and that you all have for it as well. So with that disclaimer, I'm innocent, out of the way. We're going to keep some of that same unserious energy uh, in some of the things that Coach McDaniel talked about during his Tuesday press availability. He talked uh, about the orange practice jersey. He was asked about the origin of the orange practice jersey and the benefits of the orange practice jersey. And Coach McDaniel definitely teased some uh, personal benefit uh, that, that comes from that as well. Uh, he had mentioned that Coach John Embry brought up the idea of um, Coach McDaniel was getting some flack for the team for his uh, DJ skills. So they floated around a couple of ideas and a practice player uh, recognized for performance on the practice field, but also getting the perks of having the orange jersey and being able to select the playlist for the following day's practice. Um, Coach McDaniel, appreciative of the fact that uh, all DJ selections are now the responsibility of whoever's wearing the orange practice jersey. Yesterday, it was Christian Wilkins. As compared to Coach McDaniel having to uh, hear from that as well, uh, Jalen Phillips uh, was somebody that that Coach McDaniel had, had called out as uh, getting some feedback uh, that maybe the playlist wasn't uh, to the standard everybody else wanted to. Uh, but that's the whole point of the orange practice jersey, according to Coach McDaniel, is if you want to have something to say about the playlist, uh, become the DJ by getting the orange practice jersey and having yourself a day of practice at any given point uh, in time. But it was not just fun and games for Coach McDaniel. Uh, there were a couple of things that Coach McDaniel touched on, specifically player evaluation and the fullback position that I really left the conversation that he had with the media with a great sense of appreciation for as far as uh, discussing both the, the human element of, of football players and the challenges that that presents. And we had a real-life example of that from one of the guys who was talking yesterday uh, to the media who we'll touch on in just a little bit. But let's start with this fullback conversation. Obviously, the Dolphins and the fullback position. Um, 
not a lot of recent success with, but Coach McDaniel asked uh, about working with Kyle Shanahan and his dad. Uh, what is the significance of a fullback within the offense? And how has that impacted Coach McDaniel and his own personal coaching philosophy? I'm going to read the whole answer here because I think the whole answer uh, gives us a couple of different things to dive into here that that kind of reveal uh, the uh, the why behind what Miami's offense is, what we're going to think it's going to be. Uh, it's been extremely impactful. I've been fortunate enough since 2005 to be the same structure of offense, and this is my seventh team. From the starting point of day one installation, I've had a fullback involved. One of the advantages of a fullback is that you have a backfield player that can give you different numbers on each side of the center, depending on what direction he goes. And I'm going to get into some of this when I'm done reading the full quote. If you're just in a normal dot formation, you have two eligibles on each side and then a half back at home. When you're in the I formation, is it three by one or two by two? That's a starting point. It doesn't hurt that a lot of offenses have gone away from that only because from with a historical experience that our staff has had, myself included, defenses aren't as adept as fitting those types of plays, whether they're runs or passes and defending against it, which is competitive advantage when you're able to find a fullback that it's not just any ordinary human being or that you must play with a fullback. You have to have an athletic player that is smart, can understand a lot of schemes, and can read on the fly. When that position player plays fast, it can be pretty disruptive to teams that are not used to going against it. Okay, so let's start with the pre-snap alignment component that Coach McDaniel touched on because I think it's very good. Um, when you're in a normal dot formation, you have two eligibles on each side, and then the running back is at home. So that could be traditional ace formation with – on each side of the line of scrimmage, there's a tight end with his hand in the dirt and then a receiver that's outside of him. Uh, and then the running back is neutral, aligned by himself in the backfield behind the quarterback. It's a two-by-two two with everything is balanced. There is no uneven surface area. Now, defenses might look to a specific personnel player amongst the tight ends and say, we're going to call that, we're going to call the strength to that player. Uh, but you can be in an eye-right right, where you're in an eye formation with a fullback and a running back stacked directly behind the quarterback, tight end with his hand in the dirt to the right side of the formation, a receiver outside of him, and then a receiver on the left side of the formation to the backside. Defenses are going to identify that as a strong left, right? The, the strength of, they want to set their strength to the left side because that's what the numbers dictate. But what happens if the tight end's there and the fullback steps to the left? And this is one of the things that like does automatically exist within this offense is depending on what the defensive structure is, you can come out and run to the weak side when really you're running from a balanced set. And that's what Coach McDaniel's talking about when getting into is it three by one or two by two? Because if the fullback goes to the same side as the tight end, yes, then, then you have three blockers to that side. And from a defensive responsibility and assignment perspective, you defend defensively three players in one half of the field versus two players on one half of the field. So it's really testing that discipline of defenders to understand that the strength of the line of scrimmage is here, but it might still be a balanced set if that fullback breaks the other way. And if you're manipulating and you're getting a tight alignment on the backside of the play without the tight end and the fullback is stepping to that side and the run flow automatically steps that side, you can climb to 
uh, a safety. And if the wide receiver blocks or you can climb to a linebacker, now it's a, a running back one-on-one to the edge against a safety running from potentially 12 yards of depth to try and make a play and everybody else is blocked up. That's kind of a little bit expanded version of what coach McDaniel's talking about there. Cause you hear him talk. It's like, wow, he, like he really knows it. Right. But like when you also understand how defenses or offenses, depending on what side of the ball you're talking about, but this, this kind of level of transparency. And when you understand how those things he's saying are impacting how defenses are going to play you, that's when for me, it gets really exciting, right? Because, because you can see, that there's an understanding and a manipulation. And and obviously coach McDaniel has this reputation, but him showing this reputation with answers like this, and then seeing the dolphins when they have the opportunity to, to actually implement those things, that's when it gets fun. And this was a fun answer for a very innocent question. This is how, you know, you got like a real football junkie, right? Like Bill Belichick's asked about long snappers and he gives you three paragraphs in the transcript. This was a very long-winded answer about the fullback position, but how it can really help you manipulate the front, the defensive front, when in reality, you're running out of balanced sets. You're just running from non-balanced alignments with balanced sets. And that misinformation to defenses opens up the ability for you to create big plays. Our next partner, has a project that I uh, a product that I use literally every day. It is AG1 from Athletic Greens and I spent a, the last couple of days I was away from home and didn't get a chance to work out, was visiting some family. And usually when that happens like I get tight, I get stiff, all that kind of stuff. AG1 ha- helped me take a couple of days away and not feel like I was amongst the the living dead when I came home and tried to get back into my regular routine. What is this stuff? One scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, aptogens to help you start your day right with better gut health, energy, optimized immune systems. So if you hate taking pills, this is the product for you. Right now, you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. But... McDaniel also talked about evaluating quarterbacks. And I want to read this whole answer as well. Because I, I think it paints a really good picture. And, and maybe this is just me as, as a draft Nick and somebody who, who spends his time uh, in the draft process as much as I do that, that appreciates this. But I, I wanted to acknowledge this answer because I think it uh, is a great example. He was asked, you drafted a quarterback this year. Every team has a different evaluation for collegiate quarterbacks when they're going through the process. What are the pitfalls teams need to avoid when going through the evaluation process? We have all this information, more information than ever on these college kids, but teams still make mistakes. What are the biggest challenges? Here we go. I think it's paramount that you just get good quarterbacks and avoid the bad ones. 
But it's like any other position. That's the hardest part of football is when you're selecting players to play in a game that's slightly different. There's compounding variables for success. Does your quarterback benefit from having fast-paced, very fast, highly skilled group of eligibles? Hmm. Does that sound like anybody we know? What kind of situations is the existing coaching staff that he's playing in? What is the scheme like? What is he being coached? There are so many layers which makes this game beautiful, which makes scouting departments extremely relevant and makes it very tough. That's why you're not 100% on any position ever because it's an inexact science when you're dealing with human beings that are a product of their environment and you're forecasting what they're going to be in a completely different environment. There's like a laundry list of different things that can create success or failure in NFL games. So you just try to project what are the things that an NFL quarterback is going to be asked to do. I'm not sure when you watch NFL games, but the pockets aren't huge. There's a lot of congestion. There's a lot of traffic going in and around quarterbacks. Can they play the position in high duress? Are they tough? Can they anticipate those types of things you're looking for at the college game that they're playing and trying to extrapolate for an unforeseen future? So obviously a lot of great responses about the human element of football. And that's something that Hunter Long talked about when he met with the media, they asked him, you know, what's different. And he said, you know, you, you have all these things in your life that are taking care of for you at the college level and you don't even realize it. And then you get sent to the NFL and you got to take care of everything on your own. In addition to studying the playbook and adjusting to a new level of competition and being a professional and being outside of that structure. And that was hard. And that, that's been a general consensus for everybody, everywhere, in all 32 teams. That, that is a reality check for a lot of players. So that human element, and then at the quarterback position, especially when the structures in which you play in dictate and allow you to shine or not shine, and but we've talked plenty about how there's only a handful of truly scheme-transcending quarterbacks. They're all system quarterbacks, right? And I appreciate it when he talked about traits and, and there's the Dolphins fan base has a lot of opinions on Tua Tagovailoa, a lot of good and a lot of bad. Um, but I don't, I don't think one thing that you can question with Tua is that he does parallel some of the visions that coach McDaniel has talking about playing in congestion. Um, can they play in high duress? Are they tough? Can they anticipate? Tua, uh, because his release is so quick and because his feet are quick. Uh, I think you've seen him play in muddy pockets plenty. And I think that is one of the areas for him that shines. Now, whether or not he's able to hit and attack the entire field or not is something that I can't make a judgment on this year. Uh, I need to see the the physical improvements that he's worked for this offseason. I need to see what that looks like. I haven't seen it in person. I can't sit here and pretend to have all the answers. I would say to a last year, uh, did not necessarily have the arm in tight quarters when he's off platform to attack all areas of the field. And I don't know that that's ever going to be a true strength of Tua's game, but it can be improved upon based on where it was last year. So the release, the foot quickness, some of the, especially in the, the early reads, uh, he has the ability to throw to spots and throw with accuracy. Everything within 20 yards, um, I think there's there's plenty of anticipation spot throws, throwing away from leverage to defenders, throwing into holes in zone coverage. Uh, the decision-making and its consistency there is something that I think is going to continue to uh, improve, as you would expect for a young quarterback. But that's um, that's plenty of parallels 
between what coach McDaniel expressed and, and what I think the dolphins do do have at the quarterback position. So um, what that full body of work looks like this year, we have to wait and see. And I'm not all the way in. I'm not all the way out. I am very much in the information gathering phase and being realistic and what this quarterback has been afforded, what it's has come out over the last two years has been working internally uh, with his favor and against his favor. There's a human element to the game of football. And I think you see the Dolphins working actively this offseason from both their personnel moves and the tone of the offseason to correct some of the football elements of the game of football at the quarterback position. That's not what Coach McDaniel was asked, uh, but that's really what I take away from it. The last thing from Coach McDaniel was two quotes about positional versatility. I was asked about Connor Williams playing center versus playing guard. and was asked about interchangeability at wide receiver. As far as the offensive line goes, Coach McDaniel acknowledged uh, Connor Williams has played center in preseason games. Uh, You really try not to put a ceiling on a player and decide before you see them play within your system. You want the players to decide that for you. And when asked about the interchangeability at receiver, Coach McDaniel acknowledged, um, first and foremost, we're looking for good football players. Uh, I think Chris Greer shares the same view as I have, where there's a degree or an allure or an attractiveness to football players who could do a multitude of things. It is, refer- and this is my phrasing, not Coach McDaniel's. The, the NFL is referred to as a more you can do league because you want the most bang for your buck that you can get out of 53 players on the roster. And you can elevate a couple guys on game week as per uh, the CBA right now, but you are looking to have the most positional flexibility and the most players that can do the most amount of things in as few players as possible. Now you can't sacrifice elite levels of skill at one trade or one position or another, but the vast majority of your roster yes, has to be composed of players who who can flip in and out and be not interchangeable, but can complement one another. Uh, and, and that's something that Coach McDaniel or to in that second response as well. Uh, the more versatility you have and the more that you can isolate and take advantage advantages of matchups uh, is essential. Uh, continued, it's the ultimate team sport. Uh, most players working in use at the same time. It's a game of inches where the most minute shortcoming of technique or the best execution of technique can be the difference in winning and losing games. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next year's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. We heard from Christian Wilkins. We heard from Tyree Kill. I already acknowledged we heard from Hunter Long. We heard from Thomas Morstead. Uh, Tyree Kill asked a couple of fun questions. Um, Tua Tungvalu absent from practice yesterday with an illness. So Teddy Bridgewater got the work, but Tyreek Hill got a lot of work uh, as far as catching passes. Uh, he was apparently used yesterday downfield a ton. Uh, Tyreek Hill said, that's what I do. Like when I came here, I signed up to work. I didn't just sign up for a paycheck. I also signed up to be a team leader and also lead this team and show this team how I do things. 
and that how I do things is I work hard and I want the guys behind me to follow that. So I just can't be a guy in our locker room saying, hey, you guys should be doing this, doing that. I've got to be the guy who's willing to come out on the field and work hard and show these young guys how to get a job done and potentially win a Super Bowl. So that's what I'm here for. I want to take that question and follow it in parallel to Christian Wilkins and a response that he had. When asked, when you look back at your film from last year, what stands out to you? What do you expect to add to your game this year? Christian said, I felt like I definitely improved last season, but there's still so much. I'm not even scratching the surface on where I think I can be. I try to make it a conscious effort each and every day to come in and get better at something. I have a focus of the day and I try and lock in on that and be dominant at that for that day. And eventually as you get more reps, you focus more on that more times. You're going to get better at those things and in those areas. That's just my mindset every day. For a couple of standout players on the Dolphins, a couple of the Dolphins' better players on each side of the football, to have that same worksman approach and mentality and a master of your craft. Uh, I think, first of all, it's a testament to Christian Wilkins and why he was the team's choice in 2019 when the team was starting from scratch. Culture changer, played at the championship program in Clemson. Uh, he, who wore the orange jersey yesterday, uh, definitely threw some Clemson stuff in the, the playlist. Uh, but the enthusiasm, the skill level, the mindset, all of that blended together. And then you hear from Tyreek Hill. Uh, and Tyreek Hill embodying, like, I got to be the guy, right? Like, it's got to be me. That's what I signed up for. Uh, I have a great appreciation for both of those players having that same headspace at this time of year when it is the spring, it's OTAs, it's voluntary, and everybody's out there busting ass. That is all you could possibly hope for. And the momentum that it feels like this team has, um, I can't help but get a little excited for. Uh, Tyreek Hill obviously had the quote about Tua Tonga Baloa and, and catching footballs from him uh, and his thoughts in that regard. If you didn't catch it, I will acknowledge it. I'm not going to beat it too hard because it, it seems like every – Every time there's a quote, every time there's a, a snippet, people take this thing and run with it. So uh, Tyreek Hill mentioned, uh, he was asked of how the ball came to him from two and now that he's been catching the football a little bit. And he acknowledged it's, it's nothing weird. At first, I thought it was going to be something crazy, the ball going all over the place. But Tua actually probably has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. Very catchable. Um, that is a continuation of that support system that the Dolphins have, have, from a personnel standpoint and from a communication standpoint, publicly, when they're talking publicly, they are putting their best foot forward, right? And, and props to Tyreek Hill for being a team leader and supporting his young quarterback, and he's asked about that. Uh, and he said, I, I feel football is all about confidence and I'm very confident in my quarterback. So I just feel like if I'm able to help him get all the confidence in the world and push other guys to push that confidence into him, then the sky's the limit for that guy because he's a heck of a talent. Um, yeah, 
This is, you're trying to right some of the wrongs from the last two years from a human element, right? And you're trying to do it as a team. And that's all you can ask for if this is going to work. And if you're going to make the honest effort to try and make it work, and I know there's a lot of Dolphins fans that think it's going to work. There's a lot of Dolphins fans who think it's not going to work. But if it's going to work, you have to do this. You have to put this foot forward. And I commend the Dolphins for how they've gone about this dynamic of this offseason to do that and to put their best foot forward in trying to position him, their young quarterback, to have all of the resources he needs to thrive and shine. That's going to do it for today on the show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Cow crabs, fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Make it a good one. I will talk with you guys again tomorrow. Fins up.